Somewhere, a woman began to laugh. In the house across the way, all the shutters had been closed. It was chilly with the chilling breeze of winter in Palestine. Standing on the precipice of the roof of my dwelling, I scanned the winding streets below me, watching the people of Jerusalem begin their daily routines. The city is tense. You can feel it permeating through every breath that you take. If only they knew who watched their suspicious movements. Tonight, I would kill a man. I wondered if the laughing woman knew of my weaknesses. Does she know of the conflict that storms inside of me? Are these shutters closed because the world is afraid of what I might become? I'm sure the answer lies somewhere in the early morning glow, but I failed to locate it. I know the man well. Everyone in Jerusalem does. He is the reason we suffer. He is the reason we are not free. He has occupied our land with an iron fist, and now he is in our custody. The commander of the Israeli occupation force in Jerusalem, an extremely valuable target. One that we will use as an example to show the Jews who are the real lords of this ancient city. I then thought of my grandfather, who had passed away some years ago when I was still young. I don't know why I thought of him. It seemed like he appeared in my head from nothing. But I thought of him and the lessons he had taught me. Be wary, young Methuselah, of that which hides in the night. You can't see it, but it tracks you, planning the perfect time to attack. The dawn right before you feel safe and let your guard down, is that moment. We had captured the commander, and this could be a boon to us, but it could also be our death. Should this man die, will it be better for us? Will the Israelis roll over and leave us alone, or will they just send an even worse butcherer in his place? No, I thought to myself, he has to die. Any man who oppresses others should not walk this earth. But what if I am wrong about this? What path has Allah planned for me? Masusala, what are you doing up here by yourself? Come and join me at the breakfast table. Today is not a good day to be alone. More importantly, though, it is much warmer. The voice that spoke was my friend Abad. He and I lived together on the streets of the old city together. We are attached to each other's souls. Our destinies are entwined. I will always be by his side and him by mine. I am not in the mood to go downstairs right now. Will you sit with me a moment, Abad? Of course, my brother. The longer I am up here, the more likely I am to get blown over the side. And then I won't have to worry about any more Israelis. Why did the Israelis come here? Why are they trying to destroy this? You know the answer to this, Methuselah. Everyone does. The Jews are being persecuted in Europe and fled to Palestine. They decided to make a home for themselves. Ironically, they had become the very things they were fleeing from. How can the Israelis look in the mirror and not see an SS officer? All Westerners are the same. They just wear different clothes. We are now fighting the same fight that they have fought for years. And they expect, expect us to give up? Did they? We will keep fighting until our dying breaths. What if we become them once we have achieved victory? What if we become the ones patrolling the streets, manning the checkpoints, breaking up demonstrations? What if we become them just like they became the oppressor? We will be different. As long as we keep faith in Allah, we will not fall into the trap of the powerful. We will achieve peace, and we will not be corrupted along the way. We are stronger people with a stronger faith in our God. We are getting ahead of ourselves. We still need to get rid of the general. Let's go downstairs and eat. It is a long time until sunset. I am not hungry, Abad, but I will join you anyways. Abad and I spent most of the morning together talking about anything but the upcoming murder. 
The general was tied up alone in the basement of our own of our, our non-discreet bungalow. Not a concern to us at the moment. As it got later and later, the general became to loom over me. Two hours until sunset. Two hours until I decide whether I kill him or not. I bought left for a while so that I could decide whether or not I should take my first life. As soon as he left the room, someone else entered. He did not come through the door, but instead came out of my head and out into the open. It was my grandfather. Susula, be wary. You part of a cycle that has been spinning for a thousand years. You are being oppressed, like so many men before you. Like those men, soon you will become the oppressor. No race is perfect. No nation is strong enough to resist the temptation. All those who take power with force will not use it wisely. No man who takes power with force will give it up with peace. If you kill this general, then you will become the next one. With those words, my grandfather Idris disappeared. I then descended into the basement to meet the general. He was sitting on the ground, his hands chained. General Elisha, it is nice to finally meet you. I remember when I was your age, boy. I remember when I first had to kill someone. We are the same, you and I. I know what struggle you face. Hurry up and get it over with. I already know how the story ends. His words cut deep into my soul. His grizzled, cruel soldier had been in my situation. I looked over him and realized what my grandfather had been saying. If I kill him, then I will turn up just like him in the future. I cannot let that happen. I am not going to kill you, General Elisha. We are not the same, you and I. You are a killer and a monster, just like the men you knew in Germany. I am not like you, and I never will let myself become like you. You are what is wrong with the world, but you will not cause me to join your morbid ranks. No, I will not kill you. With those words, I walked back up the stairs to the roof. I sat on the edge, staring at the setting sun. Hopefully this will be the end of the suffering, I naively thought to myself. My dream was quickly shattered when I heard a gun go off in the basement. Moments later, Abad joined me on the roof. The sun of Israel began to disappear beyond the horizon. In the morning, Palestine would rise and reign superior over all. But like Israel and all the suns before it, soon it will sink beneath the earth only to be replaced at dawn. Such is the way of life, I thought to myself. Somewhere, a woman began to laugh. In the house across the way, all the shutters had been closed. It was chilly with the chilling breeze of winter in Palestine. Standing on the precipice of the roof of my dwelling, I scanned the winding streets below me, watching the people of Jerusalem begin their daily routines. The city is tense. You can feel it permeating through every breath that you take. If only they knew who watched their suspicious movements. Tonight, I would kill a man. I wondered if the laughing woman knew of my weaknesses. Does she know of the conflict that storms inside of me? Are these shutters closed because the world is afraid of what I might become? I'm sure the answer lies somewhere in the early morning glow, but I failed to locate it. I know the man well. Everyone in Jerusalem does. He is the reason we suffer. He is the reason we are not free. He has occupied our land with an iron fist, and now he is in our custody. The commander of the Israeli occupation force in Jerusalem, an extremely valuable target. One that we will use as an example to show the Jews who are the real lords of this ancient city.